This is Plant-Based Briefing, The Humane Hoax, Factory Farming versus Alternative Farming, Part 2, by Hope Bohannik at humanehoax.org. And I'm Marian Erickson, and this is the Curated Content Plant-Based Podcast, where I narrate a variety of articles on plant-based, compassionate, eco-friendly living, with permission in about 10 minutes or less every weekday. And today's article was a bit longer than that, so I've split it into two parts. I read part one yesterday, so go back and listen to that if you haven't already, and then I'll continue with part two today. And if this topic of the humane hoax interests you, there is a free online humane hoax webinar Saturday, February 26th, and I'll put a link to that in the show notes, but you can also find it at humanehoax.org. And now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. The Humane Hoax, Factory Farming versus Alternative Farming, Part 2, by Hope Bohannik at HumaneHoax.org. When someone buys dairy products with an organic or humane label, the cows are still artificially inseminated, kept pregnant their entire short life, and are milked well beyond what was ever intended for their bodies naturally. Her calf is still taken away soon after birth, never to nuzzle her mother, drink from her udder, or frolic in a field. If the calf is male, he is worthless to the dairy industry and is sold at auction to be killed for veal or meat. If the operation is certified organic, sick and diseased cows linger untreated so the milk is not tainted with needed medications. The only minimal improvement with an alternative label is that the cows are perhaps able to go outside for some of their life but this slight amendment is outweighed by a brief lifetime of misery and a frightening slaughter. Animals raised for meat with a feel-good label have a similar story with overcrowding and painful body manipulations, debeaking, tail-cutting, ear-notching, tooth-filing, castration, dehorning, all without pain medications. They are sent to a sickening slaughter at a very young age. Here in Sonoma County, I've witnessed the supposedly best-of-the-best operations with a range of pacifying labels and websites proclaiming theirs are the happiest animals. At these farms, I've seen dairy cows in manure and muck up to their bellies, staring out over a fence at green grass where they will never graze. I've seen the sterile rows of calf hutches where the baby females with wobbly legs are taken from their mothers, separated and chained to what look like rows of white dog houses frightened, sad, and alone. I have seen overcrowded, deep-beaked chickens on free-range farms, standing in a mud hole with green grass just over the fence out of reach. All these animals have a death sentence that will come much too soon. No matter the label, no matter the scale, commercially farming an animal for her meat, milk, or eggs is factory farming. If an animal is hatched into this world in a sterile metal drawer, without the comfort of her mother and a soft nest, that is factory farming. If a calf is ripped from his mother at birth and kept separate from her and other cows alone and frightened, chained and unloved, that is factory farming. If an animal has her beak burned off, her tail cut off, his genitals ripped out, that is factory farming. If an animal is hung upside down with his throat slit open, that is factory farming. Indeed, I would encourage the animal activist community to not use the term factory farming anymore because it implies that there is some humane farming alternative that counters the large-scale industrial operations. 
By using the term factory farming, animal activists have inadvertently contributed to a demand for alternative animal products. This is what we have been hearing in the shifting rhetoric of apologists for the animal agriculture industry when they say, quote-unquote, I only buy organic, humane, cage-free, etc. There are inherent cruelties in any kind of animal agriculture that cannot be eliminated with feel-good labels or descriptions of joyful animals that are supposedly happy till that one bad day. It is an industry-wide lie. Small or large-scale, the animals are never happy to be killed. There is no such thing as happy meat. Is anti-factory farming really pro-environment? In the last few years, when people are talking about alternative labeling, I have also heard people say, but it's better for the environment, or it's more sustainable. People believe that a smaller operation or an animal having a little more living space is somehow better for the planet. However, this is a case of greenwashing. Greenwashing is labeling a product to make the consumer believe that it's better for the environment, when in fact there is little or no difference from its conventional counterpart. In fact, some cases of alternative labels are even worse. People choose grass-fed beef because they believe it has a lighter ecological footprint, but actually, grass-fed animals can produce 50 to 60 percent more greenhouse gas emissions than their grain-eating cousins. They can also use more water as their activity level is higher, especially in hot summer months. Free-range or pasture-raised animals are no greener. Most free-range situations, especially with chickens, are usually just an open door in a building with thousands of animals to a small, unappealing concrete or muddy patio. The environmental impact is unchanged. However, when there is a transition to a truly pasture-based system, the same amount of animals will now use several more acres of land. At any given time, there are 100 million cows and 70 million pigs alive in the U.S., Currently, only about 9% of all farmed animals are pasture-raised. How would we ever have the land to pasture-raise them all? To give all farmed animals the space they need to have even a semblance of a natural life, we would have to destroy millions more acres of wild areas, forests, prairies, and wetlands to accommodate them. There is not enough land on the planet, or even two planets, to free-range all the billions of pigs, sheep, turkeys, ducks, and chickens we would need closer to five planet Earths. It simply cannot be done. Free-ranging animals for food can never be more than a specialty market for a few elite buyers. We must end the commercialization of animals' bodies for the health of the planet, our own health, and especially for the sake of the animals. When animals are still enduring such misery and sadness and have their lives taken at a fraction of their lifespan, a quote-unquote little better, isn't good enough. When animal agriculture is significantly contributing to greenhouse gas emissions, wasting vital fresh water and polluting what is left, a quote-unquote little less impact isn't good enough. No appeasing label will ever make it right to exploit, harm, and deprive animals of their right to live free from human-imposed suffering and killing. Let's make it a lot better and live vegan. You just listened to The Humane Hoax, Factory Farming versus Alternative Farming, Part 2, by Hope Bohannock at humanehoax.org. And I'm Marian Erickson, and this is Plant-Based Briefing. And if you're interested in learning more about The Humane Hoax, consider registering for the free conference on Saturday, February 26th. There are some great speakers lined up. 
So please share this episode with anyone who might benefit, and thanks for listening.